Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there. I hope you're having a great day. Well, do you want to know about the saying, marriage first and date last? And do you really want to know how men really think about commitment, ladies? And I want to ask this question to my listeners. Do you believe that most men want to get married? And you want to know why so many relationships break up? Why are there so many relationships in trouble today? And the biggest question is, can a relationship ever be fixed once an affair has taken place? Well, listen up, because on today's show, I have just the person who can answer these questions, none other than the master matchmaker herself, Miss Helen Chen. Yes, back again by popular demand for part two. Her book on relationships, The Matchmaker of the Century, is a bestseller on Barnes & Nobles. She has written numerous best-selling books on love and romance, marriage, self-help, self-improvement, parenting, and family. As an expert, Helen has traveled all over the globe to give her advice on marriages and family issues. So today, I am so delighted that we have another opportunity to listen to this expert share some of her valuable tips on how she's helped so many couples and individuals find love and, more importantly, stay in love. So I'm glad to welcome again Helen Hello. I'm so happy to have you. How are you doing? Wonderful. So happy to come back and see you, Dr. Young, in the air again. I'm here. I, I am happy to have you back. Listen, uh, I want <laughs> so all happy. of you listeners out there, I want your listeners to call your friends, tell them that they must listen into this show. And if they cannot listen live, they can download the show in iTunes and a podcast of the show will be available within the hour. So also, I just want to give a little plug right now that Helen is here in Los Angeles and she's going to appear in person on September 16th. So later we'll tell you where that's going to be. But she's been on numerous television and radio interviews again, as I said, throughout the world. And I'm just so happy to have her on the show again today. And Helen, I want to thank you for taking time from your busy schedule to share some jewels and nuggets about relationships with our listeners today. Thank you. Very happy to have a chance to share with everybody. I love to talk about it. Well, you know, um, I feel uh, that all over the world, individuals are looking for love. They're they're looking for those relationships that make them feel accepted, loved, and cherished, both men and women. So, Helen, it appears that many today are grappling with trying to find the right relationship. And it's a hot topic for both men and women of all ages, even my millennials. I hear a lot Uh, about this from them and I know that you are married and you've been for 20 years to your Prince Charming so share just a little bit uh, with the listeners your story and how you became a matchmaker 
I uh, actually uh, love to see people to in love, but myself as a woman, I think <laughs> the most important things for the knowledge and the wisdom for a woman is to choose a husband and the dream come true is to have a wonderful marriage. I'm just very simple. I'm sorry. I'm just that only this dream. <laughs> I want to have a good marriage. So this uh-huh. is uh, making me very care for myself being a wife and also I love to helping other people fall in love and enjoy the marriage. And I'm thinking this is a basic. This is a basic for life. If we, without this, sometimes you're not really mature enough and also mm-hmm. when you really have a success, you're thinking you're missing something. So I'm thinking this basic, what I mean by basic is almost in the life, just like a water, like a air, you need to have a good relationship to start with, to make yourself confident and also very strong and happy and enjoy your dream. So what I hear you saying too, Helen, is that you need to be happy within yourself first before yes. you start looking for that Prince Charming. You need to be confident, is what I hear you hearing, saying that confident, happy person that you are. Were you that confident, happy person before you met your Prince Charming? Uh, not, not completely. I think he mm-hmm. completes me because mm-hmm. at the beginning, I'm kind of nasty, I'm critical, I don't have a confidence, and then I don't feel good. But I know I want to have a good relationship, and then I want to have a good marriage. Then when I meet him and we working together and then try very hard, communicate and learn, and actually grow together. And today, I become a very strong, confident woman, and I'm mm-hmm. a very happy wife. So I'm thinking this is a also need to learn. It's not like from day one. But you need to mindset. You have to be independent. And you have mm-hmm. to wanting to be this way. Of course, at the beginning, I lean on you. You lean on me. It's beautiful, too. But you mm-hmm. need to have the ultimate thinking about you want to be independent. And this is a life progress. You don't have to be like now immediately to be perfect. That's why in my quote, I say, there is no perfection but there is surely a satisfaction. Okay, I like that. So basically, you grew together. You learned how to communicate. You learned together. And you had a mindset. So one has to have a mindset to want to make the marriage success. But also, what I hear you saying is you had a husband who had a mindset to want to make it successful too. That is totally right. Exactly, you both have to be say, I do, I do. You never only mm-hmm. ask one person, I do. The other person say, I don't. <laughs> you have to <laughs> both persons say, I do. So then you become wife and husband or you start a real relationship because you're wanting to serious about to holding this relationship as a promise. So it's very important. I mean, I, you know, not really say I have a love affair, but then when I started with my husband, I still have a lot of ex-boyfriend keep going calling, you know, and and, and all time we have this recording phone, you know, and at the home, my husband will hear this recording like somebody want to date me and all this kind of (laughs) really terrible. One time I remember he bring out the luggage and he said he want to move out. (laughs) This is terrible. So you had your own, you had your own ups and downs too. <laughs> yeah, it's so terrible. But how could you control so many boyfriends not calling you? You know. 
<laughs> and they just keep going, calling you back every day, and they say, oh, we have a coffee, oh, we go to movie, and blah, 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 because I have a relationship with my husband in a very short period to decide it, and then we decide to be with each other, and then we actually together, and we start the relationship. Then the phone calls still continue, because I, at that time, don't have a Facebook, don't have this type of internet. I, I cannot go to announce, you know, I'm just not available anymore. <laughs> so, still a lot of boyfriend calling. I mean, then I have a really, really hard time. But then later on, we straight it out every time. You have your intention. You tell every boyfriend, whoever come back, no, I'm not available anymore. I'm somebody's wife now. And then, you know, it, it, it's down to the so many years. Still, some boyfriend come back and still say, you know, I still want to marry you. I mean, these things can happen. But then you yeah, just have your true. mindset. You really want to face this man, and you take the full responsibility, and then you keep your promise. That's what it should be. It is true. And, you know, it's almost like we have to accept the good, the bad, and the not so good uh, because uh, all of us bring our issues and our faults and our things into a marriage setting. But I think what you said out of this is that one is communicating, learning, and having a mindset that you want to be successful. You know, in your book, you mentioned a concept that uh, I found very interesting that dating should come after marriage. Isn't this backwards? Shouldn't dating be <laughs> It's uh, because we are so advanced and high-tech today. We need to using this philosophy to make it possible. You see, I say it very shortly. If you keep on dating, what is the end result of dating? My answer is separation. So if you keep going dating, at the end, you just broken your heart, and then you separate. But if you marry, what happened? You would date rest of your life. And I think it is very practical because when you're dating and when you're in love, you want to concentrate to love someone and you want to see him tomorrow. So the best way you will guarantee the best to really see someone tomorrow is if you marry because when you wake up, he's next to you. So beautiful. And then you can date rest of your life. So I think it is very practical because nowadays everything is so fast and you have so many chances. So if you keep the promise and you marry, then you can date the same person the rest of your life. But if you don't marry and you date somebody, well, down to the road, doesn't matter six months or two years, you've broken your heart because he was seeing somebody else. Of course, I cannot promise if you marry, everything was smooth. But uh-huh. if you don't, actually, it's more disaster. Well... From your years of experience and work, uh, and I know you've worked all over the globe, how do you, how do most men, how do you think, or what have you had, I should put it this way, that men really think about commitment? Because today I hear women, and I'm sure you do too, maybe men, talk about the commitment is lacking. So you can date and date and date, but there's no commitment towards maybe marriage. So... What has been your experiences in dealing with this? You create and you create and you create. What happened is for me, I have to say something about men. I really love men. And I think men are very good men. They have good, good heart. And then they love women. And then they actually very responsible. They like to be father. They like to be a husband. They want to be a lover. They want to fall in love. And they're very loyal to the woman they love. The thing is, it goes both ways. You have to create. You know, for example, like if you today, you know, you move to Together. You know, men is very good conscience. They're with you. 
And then tomorrow, you want to buy the bed, you buy the furniture, they carry for you. Then after that, you're pregnant, they're watching for you. You know, then you actually have something want going on, then you, they be with you. So you continue year after year after year. You keep going create. Then you have a baby, then you have a children, and then you continue to have a party, then you have a new year, you have a Christmas. They are always with you. So the thing is, if you really actually be a good woman, and then you're attractive enough, and then they actually enjoy it, I don't think men really just thinking about to broken your heart and don't want to be with you. It's not that really men's intention. Men are really want to be a father. Men are really want to be a husband. Men really want to take care of women. They want to fall in love. Also, not only women enjoy the good party and dress up or have a family time or have a Christmas or gift. Men like that. Oh, really. Oh, men love it. Men want to have a family. Men like to be a, a big party and then show people this is my wife and you know this is my home. So it's mm-hmm. like a, it's very important for you to really grow the dream with a man. This is an artwork. It's like an artwork. It's a painful. I mean, you need to have a basic. You need to have a passion. You need to have a passion. You need to continue mm-hmm. working on. But it's really workable. So unfortunately, not so many people are successful about it. But that doesn't mean it is not doable. It's always work out. You can work out something as long as you have a mindset, you have an intention, and you'll be successful. And that's what I want to promote to everybody is really there's a good man. As long as you really love them, they'll love you back. The thing that I have found in, from listening to various women and men that when a man has had an unsuccessful relationship, they don't heal as fast as women. Mm, and, good point. And con- Very good point. For what I know, when men uh, divorce, they frustrated and then sometimes go to have a medicine and something. It's much, 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 much more than a woman. So it's very mm-hmm. important for men actually to focus on the relationship. And this is very good you brought it up because men should know once they lost their loved one, it is true, they're more depressed than a woman. Yeah, and, and, I, and I have seen that to be, well, with a number of men, and particularly as they get older, uh, and if they've not had that good relationship or if the wife cheated on them, God help the woman that he next meets because usually that, unless he's had counseling, unless he had some sort of spiritual encounter and help, that bitterness is there because it's just, uh, it's, I guess it's just not the nature of a man to have a woman that cheats. Although men can do it, but when a woman does it, it seems to have much more volatility that. You know, men are so dependent on women, you know. Sometimes you feel sorry about it, but that, that's true, you know. Sometimes mm-hmm. they depend on them to cook. Sometimes they depend on them to go out to, you know, have a party. And sometimes mm-hmm. they depend on the woman to give the idea. And a lot of time, men are so baby. They are like a boy. And that's a lot of fun because, because the wife is like a mother. Sometimes they're just some type of different type of a relationship, but all kinds the situation men love to be baby men like to be some guidance they need to be cheered up they need to be taken care of you know my own uh, father-in-law after my mother-in-law died he don't want to leave 
you know, and we have a lot of Chinese men never into the kitchen. So when wife die, they are don't know where to salt. They don't know how to making the the, the, the food, you know. And and uh-huh. just like living together, actually it's beautiful. It's like a depend on each other, but then also you are independent. So to be together, we don't know why, but the men and women together, it's just beautiful. It's just very nice. That's why the song continues singing. That's why the movie one after one talking about the love story. Everyone still cry because in the natural deep inside our heart we love the romance we like yes, to be we in love we like to be kissing and hugging and then we like to be have a loved one and then to be together and to share the life so the best thing i understand i also agree marriage is not practical it's a difficult well, it's an impact well, Helen, it's an, i agree <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with my listeners. Stay tuned, because we're going to talk about, when we get back, why do so many relationships fail? So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Miss Helen Chen, the matchmaker. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within. But many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, hello there, and welcome back to my guest today, Helen Chen. Yes, back again by popular demand, and this is part two. And for those of you who might just have entered into our discussion today, her book on relationships, The Matchmaker of the Century, is a bestseller on Barnes & Noble. This woman has traveled around the globe helping couples get not just get in love, but 
helping them to stay in love. So I was so happy because she's been able to help these individuals and couples find love. And she has so many stories. And actually, a little tidbit about Helen, and her name is H-E-L-L-E-N. Helen had a documentary, a full-length documentary starring her in live action called Let's Fall In Love. So again, Helen, I'm happy to have you on the show. And before we went on break, we were talking about some of the experiences and when men are brokenhearted, a lot of them divorced or have had challenges, how they need to be appreciated. And I heard you say that men need to be loved. They need to be appreciated. And so my next question is, why do so many relationships fail? And what are some of the compelling reasons in your experiences in traveling around the globe? Okay, that's pretty very simple. Man has his own problem, so does woman. And I think in putting in the very, very simple reason, it just come out very, very simple, only two. The first thing is not independent. What do we mean by not independent? The mean is the woman wants to so depend on men and they're thinking of, the, you know, they should make money or they want them to be baby or like a man sometimes don't have a, you know, good behavior. Like they don't keep the promise. They say they want to come home at 6 o'clock and then until 11 they come home. Things like this. So it's not independent. It's like they cannot keep Whatever, the basic. When we say basic, we mean about basically communication, basically of uh, keep the promise and then do the right mm-hmm. deed, you know. So it's like you don't gamble and you don't drunk every night. It's like simple like that. We talk about basic. So you just mm-hmm. very simply to be independent, then everything should be very good for the relationship. So you can drive nice. You can have a good job. You clean yourself. You smell good. And you are not nasty and woman dress up. Just that simple, what I mean about mm-hmm, independence. Mm-hmm. So this is the first reason you can have a good relationship. You depend on. You have to be independent. The second thing, you have to have a mindset, just like what we just said. You want mm-hmm. to be keep the relationship. You want to be on one-on-one relationship. You want to be royal. You want to fall in love every day. And that is the mindset. So the first one, you want to be independent. The second one, you want to fall in love every day with the same person. You know, you want to have this mindset. Then it's possible. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I, uh, in my limited experience, Helen, and I'm sure you might agree, is a lot of the times many relationships fail because they begin for the wrong reason. Many relationships that I, and uh, in my little limited experiences with relationships, because I'm not a coach, but I have found they're based on need and not love. And it's easy to get entrenched with your own needs. I need this. I want this. You're not fulfilling this for me. Uh, I need security. I need refuge. I need affection. I need financial support. Uh, the man says, I need a housekeeper. I need taken care of. And all of these... Re- <laughs> All of these relationships. Yes, exactly. That's why we need to redefine what is marriage, right? Because one time I asked one couple, I go, okay, so what is marriage? And the men say, taking care of my mother and give me the children. <laughs> so that's men uh, mean by the marriage. And then what does the wife think? Wife say, well, give me the house and then give me the money. You know, so this is a marriage. So the woman married this guy because he wanted money and he wanted a house. This man has a money in the house. And how about this man? This man married this woman because he wants somebody to take care of his mother and then give him a children. So he got what he wants. This woman, his wife, take mm-hmm. care of his mother and then give him three children. 
And when this woman won, he wanted the house, big house, and then have unlimited money for him to use. So this man provide him. So do they have a good marriage or not? I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own way. But right. I'm clarify for them. One is for taking care of the mother and then have three children. One is for the big house and they have the money. So they're happy or not, I mean, they negotiate is a good deal. But what I try to say is if you start a marriage this way, I don't blame on you. I don't say it's wrong and I don't say it's not allowed. But you have to continue the marriage. The point is, are you happy? So to the end, you still have to learn to fall in love and to keep up to be really stay, what I say, to be independent and to continue fall in love. So the deal will going on to the end of the life. Otherwise, the both going to have a war and then you're going to mm-hmm. be unhappy and then you're mm-hmm. going to be cry and you're going to broken up all your dream and you're going to be regretted and that's not what we want. No, but I do know when... Need becomes the primary focus. You begin relating to each other as objects because need is not love. Yes, that's different. It is not love. So I just wanted to sort of get that out there because I do know that uh, a lot of times it is about, in fact, I just talked to a young man who talked about getting separated and getting divorced because he didn't really meet the wife's needs. She wanted more than he right. could possibly give. And so a lot of times that does happen. And that's why I was kind of like thinking about in the dating process, how does some of this come out? Um, is there a lack of honesty and actually leveling with a person well, that really basically I, I am looking for this? Are we wrong to state what it is we really want? It's, you know, it's not, honest. but then the, it's such a thing called the help become betrayal. That means that somebody are using the love. It's that uh-huh. because men fall in love with a woman, and then woman using the men's love to get the money, for example. So they're right. using. So the helping somebody become betrayed, and then you actually fall in love with somebody, but then they're using your love to get what they want. So this happens all the time. For example, like it's men uh, want to have a sex, and this woman provides a good sex, and then the men start to listen to everything and give all the money and buy the house and then give the good car, for example. And some of the women using this love. And so also same, same sometimes the men do this too. So the thing is the mindset is that love is such a glory, such a gorgeous, such a special, precious thing. But then you use the love, like become a, a trading and become a, a, a business and become a gamble thing. You know, you're using this, uh, using people and uh, have a good heart. And that at the end, of course, is sad. So for the men, I'm suggesting them, you've got to understand this woman love you or love your money. Right, and then for right. for women also have to understand like uh, well you you're gonna be honest you love somebody but then you don't want to trade the sex or your body or your your health or something for 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 not what you actually want so we need to understand what is love we need to understand what is marriage so there is some type of a definition about it you know love is something you give you share and you actually enjoy to be with each other and the marriage is something you want to cooperate together to form a house, a home, 
a marriage. So that relationship, the mindset, you need to understand what is marriage. So when you clarify with another person, if their definition is same with you, then you can have a relationship. You cannot be so naive, like, okay, I, I, I think he's handsome, or like, oh, I, li- I like her body. Then, okay, we have a marriage. And then at the end, of course, something wrong, because you are not honestly to looking what the other person, why they be with you. You have to be honest to ask yourself, do they really want to have a relationship with you or because they like you drive them every day or because you have a Mercedes or because you have some credit card? <laughs> so you need to understand well, about this. Well, Helen, so, how, yeah. how in today's world, uh, we're looking at online dating, dating because we, we live in a social media world, and that's not just here. That's globally. So how would you describe a first date and today's world with online See, dating. You want to have some condition, yes. Okay? You look in people's job, you're looking about people's salary, you're looking about if they have a house. This is nothing wrong about it. But then the thing is you gotta be really in love with this person. So you check about his communication, you check but about his mentality. Would I be asking some guy on my first date more about his than job, checking salary, how much he's assets, you know, how much is the uh, credit rating, uh, how much is how many credit card he has and what kind of house you have, how much mortgage you have, you know. So people's conditions start to kind of messed up. Instead of really looking about this person, people start looking about his financial ability. This is two things, you know, because somebody can broker up, but then tomorrow he can have a good business. But somebody maybe have a good assets now, but then tomorrow he lost all because he gambled or because he has some bad credit or something. So it cannot only look in the financial status. You need to look in the most important is this person's communication with you. Is he talking to you? Is he really have something to offer to share with you? Is he wanting to have a good marriage and relationship? Is he dependable? His philosophy, his talking, is are you guys really can enjoy talking to each other? This is the most important thing. The first thing to come with communication because when we talk about falling in love, we're talking about spiritual sharing. We're not talking about because we have a house so we can fall in love. So but this type of clarify. So when you know somebody from this type of dating, if you're looking about their financial, then you should go to work for the bank for checking the credit instead of like, a, you know, to try to fall in love. So important no. part is know the person. So you have a way to know the person. This is high tech. This is nowadays. We're doing this. This is beautiful. But don't fall in love because you're checking the person has a good financial ability. That's a different thing. So you're not saying on a first date, I want to make sure I'm clear that uh, on a first date, I wouldn't be asking this gentleman about his financial status and about his how many credit cards he has <laughs> and uh, does he have a house. How much and you make? How much you, uh, what I would not be asking that I mean, question. you don't say about this, like how much your salary, but you uh, can understand his background, like well, what kind of job you do or like uh, what is the field. You know, you're an engineer or you're a musician. I mean, you want to get the idea about that. But ask is nothing wrong. But if you only want to check about the number, you are six-figure, five-figure, seven-figure. <laughs> That's the difference. Sorry, okay. I don't. I wonder about how men feel. You know, so this is not to help. Um, but for me, could, I think the important is when you date, you do want to know their background. 
You know, it's nothing wrong about, uh, well, what is your education, what you study, what you're interested in, and then what kind of job you've been doing before and now. I mean, this is very normal. You know, you should know mm-hmm. because you do want to know. But more important is you want to see about this person's idea about what the relationship should be and also what his center consideration of his philosophy, what life should be. I think this is more important. You right, know? right. I think. If I were out there dating somebody uh, on a first date, I'd be talking about how do you feel about relationships today and how uh, do you think people strengthen their relationships? I'd be talking about me in that sort of vein. And that's the question I want to ask you because there are relationships and there are relationships. So how can one strengthen the relationship that you have? Maybe there's somebody out there that says, I'm in a relationship and it sucks. How can (laughs) I improve that relationship that I have? What is it that I can do? Now, that's from the female perspective. And then you tell me from the male perspective. What did you think? I, I'm thinking about you want to be with somebody, you know, they actually concentrate on their life dream instead of every day watching about, you know, the sex movie or thinking about excitement mm-hmm. or want to be just, uh, you know, satisfied so much on the sex. I think it's very important you with a man, they have a dream, they have a goal. You know, so, for example, like, uh, I like about this true story so much about the director, movie director, Anne Lee. You know, his wife is like, you know, helping the family for 15 years while he's not making money or he's, uh, you know, wasting money (laughs) somehow for the making movies. Mm -hmm. But then his wife is still continue helping him, and then that is the important part. So then he continue to do his movie until his success. What I try to say is you want to with somebody who has his job, his goal, his dream. Instead of just thinking about, you know, who is better and then, you know, he's lonely and then he's, uh, you know, not independent, he wants somebody else better to helping him. Instead of uh, wasting the energy to go to have a love affair, the better is to love your uh, wife more or helping your husband more. I think this is more uh, more positive for me. You know, maybe sometimes you meet some guys more handsome or you see a woman so sexy and then so soft, whatever is your type. But instead of thinking about this, I think the best is you go home and cheer up your wife to dress up better or helping your husband to achieve his dream. You know, this is a, it's a, instead of a concentrated relationship, it's like a, not just the sex mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. car you need. The sex and the beautiful, the, the, the life is 2%. The rest of your success in life is 98%. So if you concentrate on your 98% to be success, your 2% will be successful. But if you always criticize about this 2% not successful, but your 98% sucks, your 2% will fail. So mm-hmm. people don't believe about this. But for me, you should concentrate all the life. You know, since from your relationship and your friendship and until your goal and dream and making money and, and the attitude, study, everything. And then, you know, your love is just the 2%. That's what the Chinese say. You draw a dragon, but then at the end, you have to put the eye on the dragon. So mm-hmm. the dragon is 98%. The eye is 2%. But if you're the whole dragon without the eye, this dragon is not alive. But if you only have an eye and you don't have the whole body, it's not a dragon. So this idea, you got to understand, the 98% to making love, 
for successful family and relationship is the 98% of your life to be successful. And then the love part comes 2%. This is called fall in love. This is called a family. This is called a home. But without mm-hmm. this 2%, you don't even have a dragon because you don't have your dragon without eye. So you understand this 98% and 2% is a relationship. So concentrate on being a successful man instead of concentrate about the nasty things about what your partner cannot give to you. You don't have a time to criticize. You should use all your energy to be love each other, help each other to be successful. Well, do you believe that it's uh, possible to be friends uh, in these relationships? Because I think and I may be wrong, I shouldn't be saying I think, but what I have uh, <clears throat> found with most people will say, I love this person, but I don't like him. Or I love this woman, but I don't like her. There's a difference between loving and liking that person. Oh, yeah. How did you- Definitely this can be. But then the thing is this. The men are so powerful. It's the decision and there's a promise. I want to be with you as a team the rest of our life. It's mm-hmm. this promise of being wife and husband. It's your decision, then you're dating after. It's not just you liking or not liking. So you can be, have a friendship, and then you just, the rest of your life, all stay as a good friend. There was nothing wrong about it. But this relationship, to me, is more mindset. It's more wanting to make it go right than talking about I like it or I don't like it. To me, the like it or not like it is not high enough a level to compare with the love. To me, love is something you practice, you do, you concentrate, you put the effort, and you make it go right. It's not just like I fall in love, just like I really fall on the cliff. Not like that. <laughs> you know, it's a way well, yeah. to create. Yeah. It's really like a no different than we try to making our program to be good, to become successful. It's an effort. It's a creativity. It's a responsibility. It's a trust. Is everything I working every day to be make it go well, right? That is more Helen, powerful. Thank you so much for that. We gotta take a quick break. I hate to cut you off there, but wow, what a session! So we'll be right back with Helen Chan, my master maker relationship coach today. So thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. <music> On Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life, or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1 888 
1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to my show today with the matchmaker of the century, and that's Miss Helen Chen. And Helen's from China. She's done a lot of work all over the world in teaching people some of the lessons that you don't learn in school, but some of the most important lessons in life, and that's about love and relationships. So, Helen, thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with me today on today's show. Very wonderful to be here. I enjoy so much. Thank you. Helen, I know you conduct your your Helen Chen seminars all over the world, but I want to know, aren't there cultural differences in the responses to your love seminars, and what are some of them? Well, for example, like in the Stockholm, uh, Sweden, I just come back from Stockholm, they are raising the baby together, the government give the, the, you know, holiday for 180 days, and then the men and women, they all can taking off from the, uh, the, the government's work or job, and then the government will pay. Things like that. So this is a type of culture, like if you have a baby, you kind of share together. And like in Taiwan, you know, many uh, more like a woman have to doing so, but then only have a one month, you know, 30 days you have to go back to work. Everyone mm-hmm. is different. And in America, we have this type of uh, half-half if you divorce, you know, and then all this, uh, uh, everything share. While a lot of country women has nothing, you know, like in India, it's different than like in the Vietnam, you know, women are have less power. Men are more powerful. And this type of situation, but you know all kinds of situation like India, you know, women has so little power. Men are very important, and this mm-hmm. type of culture still, men still fall in love, and women still want to be have only one uh, uh, husband to serve. And mm-hmm. uh, when you go to Dubai, like uh, this type of uh, you know, you can have a full wife legally. <laughs> you know, all kinds of situation. Mm-hmm. I, I hear so many of these other stories. Very, very important, uh, I see, uh, in the Dubai, right? But then they have uh, two wives, three wives. You know, it's officially legal. But after all, you know every man they really love one wife. And then woman really only want to have uh, one love husband. So still, in America, not in America, still after all, we're talking about falling in love. So the whole world, different culture, but still you want to have the loved one. Because the love movie, after all, doesn't matter from the love story to the Hollywood, Bollywood, you know, love story. It's always uh-huh. one man die for one woman, and one hero just wanted to save this woman. <laughs> you know, it's like a, mm-hmm. anywhere we see, you know, from Spain and to the France. It's all the same. So the thing is, you need to learn how to be attractive and how to fall in love and one on one because the love is the very precious thing when you concentrate. That's the only one to making a man tick. How do, how do you, get, you get started uh, being known as a relationship master in the first place? I love to talk about relationship. I like to talking about falling in love. And then I talk about, <laughs> as a woman, how much my dream is just falling in love and to have a good uh-huh. marriage. And then, at the beginning, I was just a business consultant. 
And after I talk in the business, every time I teach people about the finance, I teach about communication, I talk about department, executive, moral, morale, everything I talk about, at the end, always come up about the relationship problem. So then I become officially consult people for the marriage, and I become a marriage consultant. Then people are just always have a disabled problem. The whole world, I, I you know, I've been consulting so many countries, but but at the end, every boss asks you the problem is the relationship problem. <laughs> so it's very interesting. I love it. I love it so much about this. And then I just tell myself, why don't I just be a marriage consultant? <laughs> but still, you know, on the, the real daily job, I'm a business consultant. I'm still working on the mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, when I give a speech, when I could, I enjoy talking about relationship more than anything else. Every time I talk about this, I become so excited. My eye become pop up, and then my energy <laughs> just surging sky high more than when I talk about business. <laughs> now, now on on the relationship side and love side, were you relating? this and talking about this based on your own experiences or did you read books about it or how did you come to be known as the expert? I basically on my own research. I love to talk to people and then I actually do a lot of research in many countries. I keep going traveling and then I ask every people I know. Since uh, include my parents, include the grandfather, include all the uncle, auntie, and any person I meet. I actually, mm-hmm. when I go to the, uh, even from the school, I, I thinking I talk to every of my my classmate and my colleague and everybody about the relationship because I'm so interesting. So I do so many research. And also I because I marry many, 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 many people, right, over 100 people. And then I know every one of the family. i also very interesting about my friends' family. So I actually mm-hmm. know about their father, their grandfather, their story about their family. So I research so many different family, and then I love to hear the story. Even today, I always want to know, like, oh, what happened to your parents? How they meet? And how you know your husband? And how your uncle doing? You know, I'm just interested right. about this. Right. So I've now, research so many people, and after so many years, I'm thinking I'm I'm doing this for uh, about 50 years. <laughs> I just now, like it, and I'm thinking this experience teach me a lot of things. But the other yes. philosophy, basically, is on the business and then on the, the relationship and all the philosophy I, I, I myself study. So the basically, after all, all together, it's a, to me, it's very much like a business, but the difference is because men and women and because of relationship and because of one-on-one, and that's things that are called marriage. But the principle, a lot of principle actually same with business. Now, I have a quick question, too, is that in in a lot of the countries, Helen, there are arranged marriages. And I know in China, for example, there were many arranged marriages in India. How does that work? Are they more successful than when you choose the partner? Or what is your take on that? Not really so successful to my feeling, but I cannot say it not work either. So there is something not good about it is when it's forceful, then I don't like it. For example, like China, the old tradition, before you burn, your parents decide who is your husband. Then we go very extreme. 
This is mm-hmm. this one I don't like it. Or your parents force you to marry somebody. You know, this type of thing I really still don't like it because it's too much force, too much suppression, too much control, and then too much of a parents' own needs and wants. I don't think that's mm-hmm. healthy. But mm-hmm. if the regularly parents are very healthy to bring you to meet some woman, meet some husband, and then and, and try to, you know, we have a lot of arrangement. But then arrangement is very uh, modern. You know, they go for dinner and then both parents and everybody have a dinner and talking and then see if you like each other. They marry. To me, this is a, this is a workable. This is totally workable. This is we mm-hmm. talking about my principle. Like if you are, you know, Basic is right, and you thinking you are matching each other, and then you guys are, you know, watching two movies, go for one dinner, and then family are liking each other. Then marriage, mm-hmm. to me, this successful rate is 85%, 85% successful rate. But mm-hmm. the fourth one, I don't agree that much. You know, but but, but the, like a, like a, this type of uh, um, Indian style. You know, I have a, this guy. You know, he's like a, now he's living in San Francisco, Seattle. I think it's in Seattle, and his parents force him to go back from America, Seattle to India, marry some woman and become wife and bring her back to America. So what happened is the two family are very forceful. So these two couple, these young young people, they are married. And then after they come back to the America, they say to each other, we don't love each other, I have my girlfriend, and then we shouldn't be together, but then we kind of pretend because our family are so insist. This type of things I know a lot also, and I don't uh-huh. agree with that. But right. the parents are so insist. So they kind of come here, and then they kind of marry, but then they kind of like not really marry. You know, this is not the right, right. way. This is not right. at all. We go very extreme. But for me, that the Taiwan or in the, the China, they have a lot arranged, but then they let the, the person, you know, the son or the daughter involved. Like, do you like it? So they kind of arrange it 10 times or 20 times or even 50 times. Then he choosing one person he like it. So I think this is reasonable. And then when this type of arrangement do it, and then once you marry, usually successful. So they're very fast to have a children, have a baby, and all the family like each other. And if they come to my class, they come for my seminar, they really follow the principle. 85% and above work it out and very happy. This is great. Well, before, you know, we wrap up the show, I want to know what has been your most experienced, interesting experience you've had in teaching singles and couples on relationships. I actually uh, turn a lot of the marriage uh, uh, very, very against each other, but then they still agree to marry. But then when they, after they marry, they very, very, I have a, one of the women, you know, he, she almost want to kill her husband. That's how bad it is. You know, and in the first year, one year, you know, when she talked, the husband sat on the corner of the table, very far away from her. And she's very much, you know, almost want to kill the husband and very bad because they have a lot of things, problems, and then the ex-affair and then, the, you know, mm-hmm. all these type of things. But then after marry, and then they keep going, come on the class in the love seminar, and then I changing her mind, and then I let her understand and clear up all her past upset. Now she's very, 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 very good with her husband. So, and um, I actually make a documentary film about this. You know, and the, the uh, uh, in this documentary film has three women. You know, and then they have a one thing. Uh, 
uh, situations like a, uh, one of them are lesbian, and it's very, very difficult. You know, the whole family and all these people not believers can make it. But then I make them marry, and after now they have a children, they have a one baby, and they become so in love, and then the, uh, the husband become in love with the wife, and the wife become very nice to husband. I mean, I, I really think this true story should promote it. That's why I'm making the documentary film. I am uh, making all this story to become a true story, and I think this movie will release uh, probably this year. So this is a very wonderful for me, and then I'm making a documentary film. So it's all possible. I want to show the world. You're thinking so impossible, but the, actually, if you follow this type of a basic principle. This is a love story. All can be true. The dream can come true. Did you did you have to work on the man very much in that situation? Because you talked about you worked with the woman. Did you work very much with the with the guy in the situation? Yeah, this guy tell me he begging me. He said, Can I change in wife? Three times. <laughs> He's begging me. You know, men is begging different things than women. Men just begging, changing the wife. You know, and then he's like, can I have another one? Can I have another one? Because it's arrangement, right? So he, every time he comes back to me, he wants to change another woman, see if he, I can arrange another one for him. I say, no, only this is the best one for you because for me, this one's the best. And I always teasing him because I still see him from time to time. And then I always say, do you want to change your wife? Do you want to change your wife? I still always teasing him. <laughs> He said, no, I no, said, no, 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 no. My no, wife is no. so perfect. I love my wife. My wife is the best, the perfect for me. And this is the one thing about the matchmaker's fun. I'm so happy, so fulfilled when I see the man is happy with their wife. I'm so happy. Recently, I just see another one, you know, like a, so, you know, he, he come back to say thank you to me. And he say, this is a perfect wife I always dream of. And if I choose myself, I will never get it. But because you choose for me, and now I find this is a perfect match for me. I, I'm so happy about this. Every time I hear the men say this, I'm really make my day. Well, Helen, again, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show today. And I want to wish you much success on your relationship event on the 16th. And I thank you so much for your work and its impact that has has helped so many lives. And I hate listeners, it's time to wrap up the show today. And I know you've enjoyed listening from the matchmaker, Miss Helen Chen. I wish you always... see everybody at the 2 p.m. this Saturday in the St. Gabriel Hilton Hotel for a love seminar. So this Saturday at the Hilton Hotel, it will be the relationship event that you will not want to miss. And as I close the show, I want to say to you listeners, love is one of the most profound emotions known to human beings. There are so many kinds of love, but most people seek its expression in a romantic relationship with a compatible partner. So laugh more, play more, and have fun. And I'll see you next week. Same time, same places. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week.